Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. This is your host, Chris and Deep. I'm here. And we are back. It is that time for another poll list. Uh, this is where we talk about some of the comments we've been reading over the last few months. Um, I'm trying to remember. I was supposed to look this up. Did where do we did we get did we get through death metal? I think we did. I think we got through death metal last time we were. I don't here. think I was able to spoiler talk about it yet. Yeah, we weren't able to spoiler talk. So we'll, we'll get into death metal. Excellent. Um, we'll get into some other stuff there. Uh, but you know, we always start before we get into the big two, Marvel and DC. What we like to do and 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 talk about some of the things we're reading outside the big two. Um, I'll start because I think I just started uh, after <laughs> almost a year of trying to get to it. I just started uh, talking about uh, reading the Power Rangers and Shadow Grid and stuff like that. Um, I was able to finish it, get through all that, and I got to say, you know what? Damn good. No, it's no right being that. Yeah, it's no right to be that good. I mean, it. Well, you know what it is? It's this. I first of all, first of all, it's the thing I like about comics is you can take these things that are quote unquote for kids, and you can adult them up a little bit, but not like. To the point that, you know, you have, <clears throat> you know, uh, blood everywhere and it's R-rated and things like that. But you can make it a little bit more adult and, and have the characters grown up a little bit. Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris. You mean there's a line between childhood fair and fuck Batman? Yeah, and, you know, there's just a, a little bit of a line. You know, you, one, oh. one could call it a gulf. One could call it, you know, the size of the Grand Canyon. But, like, there is a divide there um, between these things. Um, but, like, one of the things that... Uh, I really did like is you get you get one you get to see the character a little bit more grown. I mean they're technically still high school kids and I and I and I just started having this conversation like maybe we should have this conversation like what uh, elder bold white man I guess he's technically a white man is worse with is is more endangering children Charles Xavier or Zordon because um ah, just Zordon uh. <laughs> lost the group. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just straight up lost the group. Just like, ah, well, that one doesn't work out. He literally, like, uh, when, I'm, when I'm reading this, I'm like, wait, there were other Power Rangers before the, the Angel World kids? All right, cool. I wonder what happened to them. Oh, no. Oh, all but two of them died on their first fucking mission? And Zordon was just like, ah, well, back to the drawing board. Ooh. What? Well, do you, you want to stick around and fight for the... Nah, y'all clearly ain't cut out from this shit. Um, <laughs> I, made a, I made some mistakes. I'll do better next time. All right, man. See you later. What? Like, I gotta say, aren't is it? My goodness. Yeah, you know, I I gotta say, you know what? Charles Xavier is some piece of shit for a lot of reasons, but uh, a lot of reasons. Charles Xavier would never. (laughs) I don't think Charles Xavier would go that far. Chuck would have looked for the kids. Chuck would have sent a letter to the families. Right. Chuck Chuck might get your child killed, but he'll send flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll take care of you and stuff like that. You'll be able to get that loan. Shout out to uh, Sam Wilson. Um. Oh, see? Okay. As the people saying the wrong things about the mortgage industry. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm that Goodness. You got to stand up for your people. Um. I'm not saying anybody. I'm not saying. We'll talk about the show. But I understand how doctors feel watching House now. It's like, right. what are you talking about? Right. Um, but um, yeah, man. Like, and I think that's the great thing about about seeing it. It's like it's you get the you're not. It, it's I mean, yeah, you're gonna get moments like uh, there were a couple times. Uh, 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 evil Tommy snapped some people's necks. I'm just like, whoo. I mean, they didn't show it to you like that, but like. You can see the snap. Oh, and, he was um, shooting people in the face. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that dude was not fucking around. Like, yeah. that's when I was like, oh, oh, we're doing this now. Right. Okay, cool. Oh, All right. Oh, that's the bad guy. Oh, 
I get it. Okay, I understand. Um, you mean that's not the year? Sorry. Right, I'm and sorry. then even 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 the lead up to Shattered Grid with with Finster and his monsters, right? It's it's this thing of it's 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 so comic booky as well, and I think I think that the comic book elements for Power Rangers really help like enhance the story and go, oh wow, this is actually pretty good. Like I would never watch this stuff on TV, you know. You know, no. it just like it just. It's overly cheesy, but when you put it in comic form and make it more of a young adult comic, if you, you know, we were saying adulting, but I think it's more young adult, That's you know, fair. and treat them like fair. that. Um, without without the overly cheesy, you know, things that come in with some of the young adult books, but like it's actually really good, and you get things like you know Jason and and him weighing you know the the weight of being a leader, and what do you do when you yeah. lose somebody? You know, and not wanting to be like the other, uh, the other Power Rangers that lost somebody and see what happened there. Like, there's so much going into there, and, and, and now there, and it's it's really just the same, it's the same theme that you get it for a lot of the comic books we love, right? The hero's journey. Yeah. You know, going through what it means to be a hero makes them different, and, and that, the, the idea it, it's of... It's Teen Titans with Power Coins. Yeah, seriously, you know? Even the idea of Draco and 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 an evil Tommy, like that being the fact that well, this Tommy didn't have friends. Every other Tommy in the multiverse had someone else to lean on and wasn't inherently evil. This one was because well, he killed them all. Yeah, you know, and and so I think that's the thing that that really good and it works really well over this. I mean, <clears throat> yes, I, I and I did a good thing where I didn't just read Shattered Grid. I read everything up to that point. Um, on both GoGo Power Rangers and in the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger book, so it. it I really liked GoGo. I didn't read GoGo until like well after it was out. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I, I thought I, in my head it was the kiddier book, mm. but it was the book that actually gave me the interpersonal stuff that I was kind of right. sometimes looking for in the, in the main book. Well, also gave you the Ranger Slayer stuff. Like all the Ranger Slayer stuff really <laughs> exactly, came from yeah. came from so that, that book, so right? I think when I hit Shattered Crew, I was like, clearly I have to read another book. Yeah, and that's what. I'm yeah, because they even do a whole thing that, that that we love, where it's like something happens in that book, and and they don't bring it up. Tommy fucking die, and then Tommy dies in the in 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 the um in the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger book. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And then by the end of Shadow Grid, you're like, oh, that's why the other oh. Oh, oh, that was good. That was a good setup. That was <laughs> that's exactly what it, so I was like, once it happened to the man, but I was like, okay, clearly I have to read Kogi. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. Apparently not, not, not. It's one of those Hickman deals where it's like, oh, you have to read Avengers and New Avengers. I guess. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you started getting it. I'm only getting half the story here and I see it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, and that was the one, it, it, it was kind of hard up front because you, there up until the Shattered Grit stuff, there isn't a lot of overlap between the two books, and and so they don't feel like they're the same. But I guess what it was is, I guess, um, Gogo was, I guess, before Mighty Morphin. It's also there's also this weird. I feel like this weird. I I, I just call it the, the Hickman because Hickman loves playing with time and space and mm-hmm. dimensions and things like that. So there's this weird Hickmaning of of Power Ranger where it's time and multiverse and what time and multiverse are we in? Like at one point. I think that the character even they they even like in comics say it's like yeah what 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 time in multiverse are you from again? <laughs> it's like they even realize it's like this is this is insane. <laughs> and it's and, and I liked that because it made me think more about what this franchise because when this we were kids when this came out so mm-hmm. like I was of age when this was like contemporary when I was a child, but the series has continued since I grew up and whatever. And I guess the first grab of this book is the nostalgia of yes people my age. But also that they were able to tie in these ideas and things that happened after that I have no idea about. 
and kind of bring in those fandoms and like go and say that everything counts. Mm-hmm. It's honestly kind of what they did with death metal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's everything counts. All the other, uh, making the angel Grove kids, the legends of the power Rangers that kind of spawn off the, the rest of the groups that come out after them and making it a big thing. Like it's, it's how you bring everything together. And I was like, wow, that's, I, you know, it didn't look at it that way, but that's a, it's a good, like you say, it's a good way of making everything matter, you know, and you get, and you just get some really good moments, um, between, between characters about these things. It's, it's, yeah, I really enjoy it. So, um, even like the idea of, um, you know, at one point with Promethea and, 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 you know, do you want to be proactive? Like, can how do the Power Rangers use their powers? I think it was, isn't it Jason's dad who gets sick? And at one yeah. time he's talking to, to Zordon. I was like, well, can't we do something to to help? Like, what's the point of having these powers if we can't save the ones we love, right? And that's just like such a core. It's just such a it's a, it's, it's such a core thing for superheroes, you know. You know, all this stuff coming in. You can do all this world. We can we can hop in giant mechs and, and fight monsters but like my dad's dying of cancer and I can't do anything to save him, Superman can, can fix his son but why is uh, Barbara Gordon in a wheelchair right you know um, you know you know Grace Sterling who was the head of the you know this the, the, was the one the the, the the red power ranger for like the shortest time ever but then has something that literally she realizes like you know we did all this we failed and her whole thing going forward is to help the world because while the you know, and Zordon even tells Jason this one, he's like, "Well, you're here not to to to, to fix the world, but to, to protect it, right?" And there's a nuance in that. You're just like, "Well, shouldn't this be the same?" You know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's the the thing again. And also just gives me very big Charles and Vic Xavier vibes sometimes. <laughs> it's a it's a bald head talking in It's a bald head talking to teenage kids, telling them it's like, "Oh, you are way too." Uh, emotional about this you gotta look at the long game son it's just like yeah but um like we can save everybody right no 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 you can't you're gonna have to make some choices here you say who i tell you to save well is that but also the reality of you know i will say that um zordon is a little bit more understanding than charles xavier because charles xavier just been like because i said so <laughs> zordon's just like you'll understand in time and sometimes you're like forget this conversation <laughs> right right right, right. <laughs> what conversation why am I, charles why am i here what did i come to your office for I don't worry You're about it. For your keys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now go bark like a dog in the hallway. Um, <laughs> but um, trash, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's such trash. Um, yeah. He's but but he's but he's he's our trash. He's our trash. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the big thing out of the big two that I I've been I've been reading. Like I said, I I finished reading up on that. And honestly, I I don't know what comes after that. I don't know. Uh, with the, I think Mighty Morphin is Charles Higgins. I think there's still more more issues he wrote after that. So I think I'm gonna keep reading for a little bit until it, it goes bad. So oh, it, you're in for a treat because I'm up to because now it goes to I think it's Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin are two separate books altogether. Mm-hmm. And there's a time jump after Shattered Grid, and yeah, you're gonna be. I'm excited for you to keep going on that one. Okay, cool. I, I can't I look forward to it. So, um, what else you got? Um, as far as indie books or I guess non big two books indie, it sounds weird. Um. Of course, we're reading Invincible for lots of reasons, but also, all right, IDW's Transformers. I've stopped reading the main book. 
I, I followed my own advice. It didn't serve me. If you're enjoying it, congratulations on your lack of taste. I hope you recover from COVID. Um, <laughs> I said out loud. The new they also relaunched a Beast Wars book this week, or this over the last time we've talked. And I will say, as someone who's a little old for the for the Beast Wars CGI cartoon when it came out, I'm enjoying the book. And Maybe it's the fact that I've been so disappointed with the mainline book, but for two issues in, really enjoying it. Um, I'm being told it captured the characters well, but hey, again, I'm coming as a, a mostly blank slate on this one, but I've enjoyed it so far. So, uh, yes, that's my IDW non-Big Two book of, the, book of the month. Let's get into the meat of the Big Two, because a lot's happening in both these big companies. Yeah. Um, so, still the same. We always say this. I always got to bring it out. We'll, we'll do Marvel first. Um, and it's still te- technically it, it is big too because it's Marvel, but it, it it falls out of the superhero books. I gotta say, I'm still reading the Star Wars stuff because it's fucking fantastic. So, how's the High Republic? Have you gotten to that stuff yet? I have not gotten to. That's one okay. of the things I'm gonna try to get to next. I know there was a big push for, so I'm still catching up on some of the the other books. The High Republic stuff, I think that's the the stuff that's like supposed to be all afterwards and all the new stuff. So I'm waiting to get mm-hmm. to that. So I'm I, I I do have to. I'm hoping by the next time we do one of these, I've started reading that. I I'm still just going through. Um, the Jason Aaron Star Wars book stuff because his run it, it was you know anything Jason Aaron I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a try so he's it's yeah. been fantastic and then Greg Pak's um Darth Vader book and I just gotta say there's three for three on Darth Vader books I'm just like Vader's fucking terrible it's so weird because like as you say that I'm also like part of me is like how do you not write a good Vader but then I think about some of the Vader we've been given like particularly in the movies right it's and I'm just, like well, yeah I guess you could miss with Vader. I think I think what the thing is I, I think what it is is Vader's always been the top of everybody's list when it comes to villains, but it's always been it's always been surface. It's always been the looks. It's been the voice. It's just been he's terrifying. Like, do you need to really? Like, I think the the problem when you have a villain like Vader is like, what more do you need to make him terrifying to most people? It's like when you have that voice, when you have that iconic look, and you have the legend of him, right? The legend of what oh, he did. You got the 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 um the song. In your head, it plays yeah. when you see it. Yeah, and so at that point, a lot of people are just going like, "Yeah, I don't need to see anymore. I don't think I don't think I need to see anymore." And then you do, and then what? Because then what you get is what, what happens is in in the Vader books, and and this makes this may, always makes a good villain story. When you make the villain the hero of their own story, even though they're still a villain, it becomes compelling. So in in this run, what's happening is like the Emperor is basically punished Vader. For for not telling him about Luke, for not telling him that that Luke was his son, that he had he had tried to find him, and obviously the Vader in part knows that you try to turn your son to to take me down, right? So he's basically said, "All right, cool, I'm gonna strip you all your parts and leave you on Mustafar, and 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 good luck." Send an assassin after him, and um, Vader is um, that just. That's just fuel for Vader. <laughs> I don't like 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 when you've got someone, and this is like life advice. If you got someone in your life who thrives on chaos and conflict, don't give them chaos and conflict. What well, they'll be well, just yeah. fine with it. Well, is that and also like it also comes out that like the Emperor didn't use the best parts to put Vader back together because at one point the one of the, the assassins after him hires like these droids, uh, this dro- the droid pirate to come and help him take Vader down. He had promised them the best parts of the empire, and the droids start and they start scanning Vader. Like these are not the best parts; these are like leftover parts. 
Like, they were like, oh, no, no, those are the parts he used to put himself back together. It's like, no, no, no. Even the other parts are like leftovers. He's put together with like shoestring and duct tape. What, what the fuck is this? He's like, that makes, and I'm like, oh, that makes Vader even ter- more terrifying. Like, it's not that he's, he's like literally held together by hate and anger. Fuck. <laughs> you but know, it's, it's, and it also makes sense what we know about the Emperor. Yeah, he's like, exactly. He's not, I'm not going to help him with usurp me. I'm not yeah, going to help him. No. No, That's no. crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it as hard as, as difficult as possible because also it's also this weird thing where like you can tell the entire time that, and, and this is what makes the emperor emperor even more scarier. You can tell the, to the emperor this is all still a fucking game, just like the Karen Gillan book where he did the mm. same thing to Vader, where he's constantly playing. Like I think this is the the the, the thing we're going to do now with the Vader books is is it's 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 still Vader story, but it's also showing you the the the, the how manipulative the emperor is and, and it's also giving you context into vader turning on the emperor at the end and things like that like it's like it's one of those things of it's not just oh the vader vader was attacking his son and vader was doing this it's really like uh the emperor's been fucking with vader for decades that right Relent- like and, and i'm like yeah you're like you see it in the com you see it in the in the movie stuff like that i'm like no 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 this motherfucker be saying some shit to Vader like, "Oh, oh, you're angry? Oh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna lash out at me? Do it! I dare you! Do this shit! Pull up, motherfucker! Let's go! Fuck around and find out!" Tried, like last time you tried this shit, your wife died. What? Right, oh, right. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I touch a nerve? Like it's that kind of shit the Emperor's doing, and I'm just like. It's just one of the, like this is a pure villain agenda now where I'm just like I know Vader's an emperor I know I, I know he, I know he's an, I know he's a villain I know he's basically space Hitler but god damn it the, the emperor's even bigger space Hitler god I got to root for smaller space Hitler it's like it's that kind of shit like and so now you can just see, it, it's like he's now trying to figure out this this scheme by the emperor and what the emperor's really building and keeping it from him but again you just know in the background it's all the game to the emperor like at one point um the Emperor tells him, oh, yep, you can't use your, can't use the force. Don't use the force when you're trying to do anything, when you're trying to survive or I'll know. And, and at the, the last page of the book is just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I'm not afraid of him. And I'm just like, I can just hear in the back of my mind, I can hear the Emperor going, good, good. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I, I, man, I, I love these books. It just, it's one of those things. And I think this is one of the things that we're seeing, one with the, um, the Disney, uh, the the Marvel shows, and and obviously the the, the Lucasfilm store shows. Some of these stories are just better in in in, in TV format because you get to tell these nuances. And when you're especially when you have these these comics and 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 these stories from the comics, like you can tell them uh, in a longer way. And 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 that's what I'm liking about these these Vader stuff. Like I'm really hoping that they're they're telling stories and that we'll get parts of this when we get that. Um, that Kenobi show, you know, with I, no I believe Kenobi. they will because I don't know if you were. Did you do Rebels and Clone Wars? Some I didn't get all of it yet. Okay, so when you finish it up, you'll start to see just how dedicated they are to unifying its canon. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised for one second if we get, if we get Kenobi, if we get a lot of that stuff in the Kenobi book in the Kenobi show, mm-hmm. because the one thing that I'll say about the Disney umbrella and specifically Lucasfilms, they're not afraid to say, oh, you're going to like it, but you'd like it more if you also do this. Mm-hmm. 
you oh Ahsoka Tale is dope. You'd like Ahsoka to know a lot more if you had ten years of like Ahsoka fanhood under your belt. Mm-hmm. But you'll still you'll still appreciate this. But there are people around you who are enjoying it more, and now you're asking questions, and now you're getting more invested. And so like that's part of the game. And I for one like if the if they're gonna drive people to a comic book, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So. Um. All right. So let's get let's, let's get into the rest of the Marvel stuff. Um. Where do you do you want to start on the island or off the island? Let, let's start on the island. Start on the island. Look, they gave Al Ewing another book, and uh, for those who don't know, Al Ewing wrote Ultimates. He's currently writing Immortal Hulk. Can you tell? And now he's writing Sword. Yeah, I was trying to get. To, I, I haven't gotten to that one yet. But okay, I, I'm cool, cool. Let's... I'm telling you, Al Ewing. Is writing sword. Yeah, so I'm I'm in because like when he yeah. did Ultimates, like okay, let's give me give me sword. In the first issue, he's got eaten. Yeah, he's got eaten dimension hopping. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> and apparently, because he's also writing uh, Guardians, so apparently this is leading up to the new state of space very soon. Well, that makes sense because of what you see in the, not the latest X-Men, the one right before. The Shi'ar and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Shi'ar and everything. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. All right, let's stay on the island. New Mutants is still delightful. They're running a Shadow King subplot that's going to be horrifying. And I want someone to, I want you guys to notice something. When we talk about the books about the island, they've all got different problems. Mm-hmm. And they're all very big problems. It's so bad, Chris. I was reading a Wolverine issue, and Maverick was like, you don't sound like you, Logan. Are you drinking the Kool-Aid? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, the island could be fucking brainwashing all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, this, it, Chris, it's all bad. Is, is we gonna it's all up, bad. We're going to wake up as a all fever bad. dream? <laughs> it's all bad. Um, but it means it's so great. I, I love anytime they give us a little pieces of... Uh, Bobby and Sam there. Uh, Yo, see. that the know. conversation, the the Home Alone Part Two or whatever they did in the in the pages of X Men Two where they were talking about was Sam and Bobby talking to each other because they both got left home and they were just yes. like, "I'm babysitting." Oh well, I mean, hold on, I gotta take a call from my uh my my uh my, my, my money guy. So I'll be right back. I'm just like these two, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Bobby Nicasa needs to be in. Like I don't, I know everyone's like, "Oh, I want the I want the original X Men to do what he cool." If they start with Bobby, <laughs> I'm just saying it would send a very clear message to what mutants are about. <laughs> Not here for your bullshit. Um, are you reading Hellions? No, I I no, I only read Hellions. So so I read Hellions up to uh, Ten of Swords, but I need to follow up because I remember the last issue I read is when they all died, and I'm just like, oh, Sinister's such a dick. I know he was bringing them back. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's. it's <laughs> Um, so in the latest issue, um, Arcade captures the Hellions and Arcade's got Mastermind working for him because Mastermind didn't go to the island, which brings up the new thing. What means decided not to go? Mm-hmm. And he takes out the entire team by putting them in the, like, first of all, if you don't do Mastermind, Mastermind is, if you think of like. The slimy guy from Pride of the X-Men, that's who he is. He's like, he wears like a, a weird coat, he's got a tiny mustache, he's gross and disgusting. But his power 
is super effective illusion casting, which sounds kind of lame until you realize, remember that he's the one that pushed Gene to being the Dark Phoenix. They're in a van. He convinces the entire team they're actually in a plane. They convince them they've fallen out of the plane. They all go into shock while they fall, and they're all riding in, in shock on the van. That's how he incapacitates the entire team. Some of these applications for powers that are being explored, I'm not like it's a little horrifying. Are you reading X Factor? Uh again, up to X Up to ten. Yeah. So, so X Factor is, I guess, like the investigative unit of the island where they're investigating how and why mutants die. And the team lineup is Dakin, Northstar, Polaris. Rachel Summers, who's, I don't know what her name is now, Prestige, whatever. iBoy and Prodigy. It's awesome. It's like Leah Williams is writing it. She's an amazing writer, really tightly written. There's at one point where someone's talking to them and there are four people in, on the team who can tell that they're lying. It's like Dakin can smell the reaction in their pheromones. Rachel's a fucking telepath. iBoy can see the tiny contractions and Prodigy's stealing all their powers to do it at the same time. It's the idea of using their powers as units and circuits. Like we saw it uh, with the five. Mm-hmm. But they take like when you read Sword, that's like the entire basis of their of who's on the space station. And I'll say this: this is one of the cool things that we've been seeing throughout all the Xbooks right now is how they decide on what the teams are and 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 how the powers complement each other and work together. Like it's it's very very exciting, right? And you also know it's part of the larger. The larger plan that Xavier and Moira and, and Eric all put together of like is very carefully planned, right? They e- even if they themselves, some of the other characters don't understand it, this is all part of the plan. I, and the thing is, as you start reading some of the back matter, it's less the plans are going horribly fucking wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not like everything's bad right now. And it's coming to a head, um, but before I get to the thing that's coming in X-Men, Children of the Atom 1 is out. Everyone go read this book. It's interesting. It's um, I, it's the sidekicks book that was um, kind of uh, advertised a year ago, got delayed because of COVID. But they still quit it. They actually put it out. Very good book. Very strong book. Have you seen the designs for the Hellfire Gala costumes? mm Chris. So that's in the Facebook group. It's I, I would say Google it too. Anyone who's listening, go Google this. They're having what's called after after Ten of Swords, they announced they're gonna have an X-Men team. So yes. of course, if they put him in charge of doing it, it's going to be a gala. <laughs> and they're having a Hellfire Gala, it's taking over all the Xbooks this summer, and they're gonna announce a new X-Men team. Right. But the mutants are coming in ball gowns, and Russell Dowderman is helping design them. Storm's look is it's, it's half bodysuit. The, the the cape on the suit is an actual storm cloud she maintains throughout the night. God damn. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yo, when you Google this shit, you're like, oh, okay. Uh, like they're going full on mutant as queer kind of like as as an alternative lifestyle. They're going full on it, and I'm I couldn't be like they've done the stuff with Jumbo and um Marauders with Kate and uh and and Emma, but like they're really leaning full on into this. I. Wow, it's, it's I'm looking. I'm looking at. The, I'm looking at them now. I'm like, yeah, yo, these, yeah. These are actually kind of so cool. How how high concept Marvel's letting them get with this? Like, what is a mutant? Mm-hmm. 
And the, the announcement that when they bring it to the MCU, it's probably going to be called The Mutants and not The X-Men. That was Stan Lee's original name for The X-Men. It was The Mutants. It was a non-gendered term. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do this in the MCU because they're pushing a lot of envelopes in the book, but usually when they push the envelopes in the book, you take two steps back, and that's where they'll end up for the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one thing we didn't get in... Uh, Endgame that I was, I, I'm still waiting for them to do in a movie. It's Hickman scene where uh, Thor comes to surrender to the builders and throws the hammer. Mm-hmm. And as the builders bragging, the hammer comes back and punches through his chest. And he's like, if they can bleed, they can die. You know, I was like, yes! <laughs> Maybe we'll get that eventually, but it's... I mean, it's, I, it's, well, here's the th- that's the crazy thing, right? I'm, I'm looking... Like, the, the more and more we go through this stuff, and the more yeah. and more... I'm just like, they could do time runs out. They oh, Chris, because time because when you think because I mean, when you think about it, like whether subtly or not subtly, or and, or on purpose or not on purpose, they really have been trying to do some of uh, DC's bread and butter better than DC and have been succeeding at it. What Chris, better they way? Do a Hawkman movie now, huh? I've seen the Falcon do what the Falcon did on Disney Plus. They can't do a Hawkman movie now. It's over. Right. So, so I'm like, what better way than if you did a crisis-like event better than Crisis? And what's the crisis-like event in Marvel? It's time runs out, and so and it involves everything. And there's so many different things you can do, and that is like that's a that's a huge big shift, and it's where you, like I'm like. Before I was like, they'll never do it. They'll never do it. But now I'm just like, but but maybe they could, you know? It's it's on the like. Here's the thing: it's not on the table, you know. Parts of it are on the table now, and so yeah. like if if it's on the table, then oh wow, there's so much we can do. And if you think about it, time runs out is also when they really started shifting their focus at Marvel in terms of what the characters were and how and how we look at certain things. Like it, it's one of the ways of it's a thing that. And this is not, I mean, this is not me shitting on DC about this. It's, it's what DC always wanted from their, their crisis events, but I think they finally got with their, their, their latest one, right? Which is a way to start anew without really starting anew, right? And, and so, you know, a way to finally move these iconic characters uh, forward, but still keep them uh, recognizable enough so that you don't lose your hardcore fans. Like and 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 let me let me just say this and this is for both Marvel's tried this before, DC has tried this many times before and it never worked because it's not an easy thing to do. And I and I think it's, we're in an exciting place in comics right now because both companies have been able to do it some faster than the others, but hey, they we've now gotten to this point where they've both been able to move their characters forward and do different things. Like what they're doing with the X-Men, all the mutants is honestly incredible. It's incredible 100%. when you think about it. it. This is a this is a completely new way of thinking with the with with the characters, and we're all and, just like. And it's not just that it's a good. It's not just a new way of thinking. It's that it's these characters, the number one selling comic of all time, remains Chris Claremont, Jim Lee, X Men One. Mm-hmm. This is the and yes, Avengers have taken a huge step forward in the last 15, 20 years. This was the. Crown jewel of Marvel mm-hmm. to the best of times. Mm-hmm. Avengers books, they were wearing leather jackets, and Dane Whitman was Black Knight. I read it. And if you told me then 
that this is where we went up with these superhero comic books. They had a fucking cartoon. Mm-hmm. And now you got Jean Grey telekinetically holding up her hair her headpiece <laughs> for her gown at the Hellfire Gala where they'll be announcing the new X-Men, the flagship super team of their new nation. Right. And they're doing a good job in all the books of also kind of because you know the voting was they had they had the, the kind of vote they had uh it was Banty, Polaris, Forge, Boom Boom. Tempo, Cannonball, Sunspot, Strong Guy, Marrow, and Armor. And all of those characters uh, are, are basically playing roles in all the other books going on right now. So you're seeing them, you know? You're seeing them all throughout all the other books. And you're just like, yeah, well, you know, I have my opinions on who should be. But then you get to the point you're like, well, they're all kind of important right now and doing their thing. Like, you know, we were talking about uh, Cannonball and Sunspot. Like, so it can only be one? <laughs> that's my thing. I was you like, know, that's... There's got to be some loopholes here because there's no way. Because <laughs> I can just hear it now. The one that gets on is going to be <laughs> rubbing it into the one that did it. Oh, my God. And that's why it has to be Sam. <laughs> right. This would drive Bobby goddamn insane. But then Sam's got the kid, though. So it's like, uh... <laughs> Which is why Sam, which is why Bobby DeCosta Babysitter is the new book I need. Ooh. Oh. Uh... See? <laughs> Everything's possible. I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it's like... It, this is this is just a, it's a, it's an interesting concept that's going on, and you know it's also it's also spreading out because when I was reading the, the Captain America book and uh, they were at that that hate rally, uh, one of the the Friends of Humanity were there, and and yeah. Captain says it's like it's probably because of Croca, you know it's like it's you know these 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 are gonna have like line wide you know consequences on and what the mutants are doing and things like that. So yeah, it's great. Um, um, I think that's the end of my books on the island that I really wanted to highlight. Everything else outside the I'm main book. Everything. Go ahead. What you got? Well, I mean, there's the main book, right? The X Men book, which is still oh. hopping through things. So you have the Shi'ar, th- and then the last one we finally what was it 18 issue. Like when was the, when, when did we see that? Those when did we I think see it was Sink? issue four or five? Issue four or five. We see Sink, uh, Wolverine, uh, Laura, and um, uh, 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 Darwin go into the the, the vault, right? And that was the last we saw of them. Finally, For the record, it, I love that Laura's keeping the name. Yeah, no, great. Great. Um, finally, in 18, we finally see them. We don't even get, we don't get a full story. We just get them, because I don't even know if the next issue, we're going to go back there. We, we finally had, we see what they, with, what they done on their first day in the vault. Um, and, and confronting the children of the vault. And, um, which is also another terrifying thing because here you have uh, the children of vault, um, what humans that are the next evolution of, of humans or the that are that are artificially um, they're sped up, yeah, they're accelerated right. evolution, yeah, right. To try to which sounds a lot like everything we read in um, Powers and House, exactly. That, and that's what I was getting to. I was like, this seems eerily familiar to that. What I think was the ninth or tenth. Um, Life of Mora or something like that. So I got to go back and, and figure out which one. Like this is the thing about Hickman's the, the the main X Men book. It makes you want to go back and read House and Powers over and over again to see the little bits of piece because you're starting to see where, like you said, we're we keep saying that things are going horribly wrong. They're not going part of the plan. But then part of me goes, well, maybe that is part of the plan, right? That's part of Hickman's plan to fuck with everyone at all times. <laughs> That's right. Part of his plan, yes. Right. But what I mean is also just the part of the overall plan, which is like there is no plan. 
<laughs> you know, the plan is always because they were always planning. They were always trying to do a plan, and maybe the plan the, survive the, as long as possible. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe the new plan is don't don't plan to stop things. Plan to evolve with whatever happens. Right. Mm. So, um, and like I said, it's the the main X Men book is basically set for that. The main X Men book is set to to show you the next problem or the next set of issues that, that are going to happen and then you need to read all and, and again it this is a good money scheme <laughs> a money money marketing plan but it's also just good reading cuz all the other X books are fantastic you know you know i'm i'm reading all of them you know i i'm sometimes behind on some of them because it's just it's so many um, and now I got to add more in there. I got to add sword in there, but I got to catch up on um, X Force. Another one. My my main ones I usually are um, X Men, X Force, uh, the Wolverine book, as well. Um, those are the, those are the main things that I've been. I, I try to keep. Well, I'm, I'm behind a little bit on everything, but those are my main yeah. ones there. But um, it's it's fantastic. I, I think it's also my schedule has been thrown off because of COVID. Because like the books yeah. aren't coming out when when you think they will. So, like, sometimes I think I'm more further behind than I am. Sometimes I'm way more further behind than I thought I was. <laughs> so, um, that hasn't been helping. I, I'm hoping that we're going to get back to a regular, or, and I think we are starting to get there, getting back to the regular schedule of when things are going to come out. Because I think that'll help me also keep up with some of these books there. Um, all right, so Off the Island, what you got? Whew. Off the Island, um, we'll stay at X-Men for a second. X-Men Legends. <clears throat> it's like a revisiting book where they're telling in-continuity stories but with, uh, I guess, filling in some of the gaps. So the first one is Fabian Nicates is getting able to tell his story of the third Summers brother, Adam X. Anyone who's a 90s uh, Marvel fan or 90s X-Men fan or a Summers family nerd, or maybe it's just me. Um, really, I really enjoyed the first issue. Um, I just want to touch on that because I thought it was something interesting that they're doing. Marvel Voices, it's a uh, compilation book of... Um, minority voices. It's Black History Month with us is this month's uh, lineup, but their legacy voices legacy one came out. Um, John Radley, John Ridley, excuse me, uh, Stephanie Williams. Like, there's so many good writers in Stephanie Williams. So that's from um, what's her book called? But what if though? The, uh, I don't know if you guys follow Steph. I will on Twitter, but this is her first bar, uh, published Marvel work. I love this kind of stuff. I love that they're like being cognizant of who's reading their books, but I also have to point out that their editor-in-chief is C.B. Sebelewski, who, well, Google his name and then Google his nom de plume, if you will. Right. Um, off, the, off the island as well, Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we're at issue 61 now. I gotta catch up. I'm so fucking yeah. far back. I know, the, I know the Nick Spencer book is so good. I have been so far back. It's just, there's just, honestly, this is, this is, a, this is, this is a good problem to have. There's so Man. much good shit out there right yep. now that you can't just be like, oh, okay. Like, everything start reading, like, it's fucking good, you know? So, yeah. yeah but go on. Yeah, right. I got That's the thing. Amazing Spider-Man's great. They, this, this, uh, when you catch up, we'll have a good long talk about it. Uh, uh, the, I feel bad because I'm going to put some new books that I wasn't reading before that I've caught up on on your plate that I know are good. Chip Zarsky's Daredevil. Holy shit! This is the one. Uh, this is the one with Electric now. Yeah, yeah, I gotta catch. Yeah, yeah, it's twenty eight issues. It's so you know, and so in the larger Marvel universe, Wilson Fisk is the mayor. <laughs> I, you know, here's another thing. Here's, can I just say also, I love how long 
things that happen right stay stay alive in stay stay there in the Marvel universe, right? So he's been there since Secret Empire, right? Um, I believe so. He's the one who saves off the the dark force dimension. He's kind of running the the bartering system yes. inside. Yeah, you're right. Bubble. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. how he becomes mayor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I love it because it's like you're just like. Uh, I mean, how can you? You know, he's but like how can you know he's up to some shit? But like, how can you stop? But it? it's so funny because he, the level of shit that he's up to it's changed, mm-hmm. and now he's playing. So now even Kingpin is someone's pawn because he's he was the biggest fish in hell's kitchen mm-hmm. but now he's going to dinner with billionaires mm-hmm. things are ch- it's it is yeah just read this book read this book um captain marvel kelly kelly thompson are you read, have you read captain marvel i've read kelly thompson's captain marvel stuff before so i'm not caught up on it but no she's she's been she's been writing captain marvel for a while right you know this tw- she's got 27 issues in right now it's it's the current volume couldn't vouch more enough for. Yeah. I had enough people be like, she, "Hey, check this out, check this out." And I finally clicked on it. Finally gave it a read. My goodness, I think she. Really I, I think Kelly Thompson wrote the volume before. I remember we yeah, read she, some Kelly Thompson, Thompson stuff for the Captain Marvel uh, character corner we did, and it's good. She's done a lot with that character. With like it, it it's one of the things that you know um, Carol's been through so much, and she's still going through a lot. But like, yo. but like, it's it's now like focused on. Her, like, I don't know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like Kelly Thompson does a really good job of writing that character. So yeah, that's definitely I can I can definitely tell that that's a book to and, check out. And tip of the cap to Brian Michael Bendis because I was reading some old New Avengers stuff after House of M. That's when Carol got serious about being a hero. Mm-hmm. So in House of M, everyone kind of got their real their best version of themselves, and hers was she was the world's premier superhero. She got back and just a conversation she has with Cap in New Avengers. She's like, I'm not what I could be. And I got to get better. And this is the end result of that. And it's um, amazingly done, beautifully, con- beautifully constructed. The opposite of beautiful, Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk. You weird motherfucker. <laughs> you <sighs> weird. Just weird. I ugh, ah, read this book. It's horrifying. Are you, how far in are you? I need to, I, I need to okay. go back. I, I've been trying to read it through Marvel Unlimited. So it's about uh, that so time. Stay, stay that stagger, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's about that time for me to actually start picking it back up on Marvel Unlimited. So I think next time I'll make a note to myself. Next time we do one, we'll we'll do a Mortal Hawk. I'll talk. I'll um, talk Mortal Hawk. Donny Cates, who's writing the King in Black miniseries that we'll talk about next, he's also writing Thor. It's very good. Oh, I gotta check because he's he's the one that picked it up after Aaron, Jason Aaron. So I need to, yes. I need to check it out. Yes, but he also it ties to obviously. Donny Cates writing Venom, writing all the cosmic stuff, mm-hmm. but it ties. Yeah, it's 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 heavy shit. He does a really he's done a really good job. And uh, Donald Blake is terrifying. I never thought I'd say that <laughs> sentence. Um, King in Black. We don't talk about the particulars. Maybe you're probably not caught up. Chris, can you just impress upon anyone who might be a younger listener to watch Venom take over the Marvel? <laughs> like to watch well, a Venom yeah, story. And, and so and so Venom and and, and Immortal Hawk are the two that. Uh, it's about time for me to start catching up with them through the Marvel Unlimited stuff. Because, like I said, I remember when we first talked about that, like, that Venom, when it first started off with Donny Cates and Venom, we were just like, wait, this is actually really fucking good. And and now that you've gotten to this point where, like, I, I've been hearing so much about King and Black, it's like, yeah, it's time for me to get back into there and, and catch up where he's at. Because, yeah, that stuff is, um, it's it's made everybody very terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's also, it's a good reminder that there are no bad characters. Mm-hmm. 
They're just underutilized ones, ones who haven't seen their full potential. Mm-hmm. And it feels like Donny Cates is like someone challenged him the same way I joke about Feige and Guardians. Someone challenged Donny Cates said, I bet you can't make <laughs> Venom compelling. And he was like, I'll not only make Venom fucking compelling, they'll do a line wide crossover about my character. Whoever made that bet, pay him his money. He did it. Yeah. Um, have you checked out um, Eternals? Okay, so that's the one I think I'm not. I'm the one who hasn't checked that out yet. Is it good? Yeah, I actually picked it up. So okay. uh, Karen Gillan's writing it. Um, so far, so good. I, I haven't gotten the, the latest issue. three. It's only three issues, I think, are out right now. Oh, I'm not did, that far I did, back. Yeah, you know you're not that far back. So that, I, I literally picked up this morning and started reading it. Um, actually, pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah not, a, not a whole lot to, like, like say about it just yet because again we're only three issues in and i'm only two in um but so far so good i i like it i think it's a good i think this especially for those who are going to look for something to understand um the eternals coming up with the movie i think it's probably a good 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 start because they also have those pages like i call them the hickman pages where they do some yeah. understandings they do some of the family tree and stuff like that in some of the pages so i think it's a good understanding of this because it's basically it's basically the eternals after the slitters came back and said like yeah we don't need you guys anymore we kind of you guys served a purpose so it's also them kind of trying to figure out what their purpose is now so so that's i think that's kind of why i'm i haven't gotten into i've never known or been really familiar with Eternals as a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always a little hesitant. Not hesitant. I know that if I'm going to a Jack Kirby shit, I gotta get ready. I gotta get mentally prepared for a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, hypothetically, people swapping babies that you can never do on film anymore because <laughs> they already did Darkseid. Like, ah, oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. This is good. It's gonna be good for me to get me hyped for the movie because the movie's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to get ready. I need to get my reading because I this is the first Marvel project in a, probably ever where I can honestly say I have no conceptions going in. Right, and, and I think that's the thing about the the Eternals are always been that high, almost confusing concept in Marvel about you know you have your Eternals, your Deviants, and and all that stuff, and, and that kind of goes into this deep cut of you know, the seeding of the cosmic universe and, and, and humans and, and mutants and as deviants, all, all these really high level concepts that have been out there. And I like, again, we're only two issues in, so I don't know how far or where they're going with it. I do know that Karen Gillan is a great writer. I like his stuff. Yeah. Karen Gillan's a yeah. really good song. Right. And good. so to me, when you get people, when you get, there are certain names of some of these writers, then when they're taking the book, I'm like, okay, they're going to do the, we might finally get this thing to really get it to the level that you really understand what's going on here and tie it to a larger, a larger thing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Also, Thanos shows up in the second issue and just like, you realize it's like, Look, Thanos, y'all- Thanos is a fucking problem. This thing is a fucking problem. And if, and if people were like, oh, wondering some of those co-signs you gave earlier, Donnie Pates wrote that Thanos, wrote that Thanos win series last, about two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like this yeah. cosmic shit, he's been doing this. Oh, I do want to say this too, before we move off of Marvel. Go read Guardians of the Galaxy. Go read Guardians of the Galaxy. Peter Quill. Your movies, the movies have lied to you who Peter Quill is. <laughs> He's the master of the sun. He's the Star Lord. Go read that book. Sorry. It's interesting because what they did in the book is they took his, his like 70s origin mm-hmm. and they took the kind of more, more, I guess, current one and they mashed him up. 
And they pulled one of those everything counts. And it's good. It's really good. You you I think you'd really enjoy it. And then when the new state of space starts, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's been talked about in interviews. They're expanding the Guardians roster. They're actually going to be the Avengers, basically, of the galaxy. And Dr. Doom is going to be on the team. Hmm. And well. also, in the Avengers book, there's a battle for who will be the Phoenix. I'm not saying they're related. I'm saying Marvel's trying some shit. You had my attention at Doom, so... <laughs> I knew I did. You, you had me at you had me at Doom. You ain't got to. You don't got to sell. Doom solves itself. You don't got to sell that. Doom. Shit. Doom is. Yeah. Right. Come on. Right. All hope lies in Doom. Right. Um. Cool. Awesome. Um. Let's see. Death, uh, death metal. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else from from stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, still so keep reading that Captain America book because just. Oh. Uh, <coughs> um. Yes. Yeah. Keep. Just just keep reading that shit. So. Uh, Mr. Coates has figured this motherfucker out. Yes, yes, um, yes. Um, all right, yeah. Let's talk uh, DC. They gave this is the Snyder Cut we needed. <laughs> Hashtag not my Snyder Cut. This is my Snyder Cut. Give Scott Snyder the keys. Yeah, it's it it's. It's what we've been saying before. Like, don't be ashamed of your. It's really don't be ashamed of your past. Embrace it. You know, leave all the stories on the table. Something that 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 can matter. I mean, and and it's so funny when saying that that because honestly, we 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 started this talking about the Power Rangers, but that's what Power Rangers did. And so it's so fuck. It's so fucking crazy to say Power Rangers did it. Why can't DC do that shit? Right. And I'm happy to say that they have, and uh, honestly, for the first time in a long time, like, I'm, I'm interested in, I'm, I'm more committed to, to what DC is doing in their comics because I feel like they're not going to, and I don't want to jinx myself, but I feel like they're not, okay, let me, you know, let me not say it. I'm not going to say it. You know, I'm going I'm to stop it there. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to leave it up to the point. I can feel myself like getting, getting, let me just stop it there. Did you hear me wincing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can feel it. I was like, you know what? You know what? I say no more. I'm going to, I'm just going to say I'm very happy right now. There, that's very fair. <laughs> um, have you read the stuff that's come after yet? Yes, I've read, so I've read, I read some future state, some of the future state books, and then I've read what comes after. So my, when I talk about polos for this month, I'm going to talk about the books that come after, but I did want to talk about... Can we talk about Death Metal? Yeah, go right in. Go right Holy shit. Holy shit. It was... It's time, run, like, it's time runs out for DC. Mm-hmm. Literally, he creates a battle world. That's a, uh, 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 that's a patchwork of all these other universes. It's yeah. eliminate, like, it's... Yeah, your heroes have to band together. To 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 save, uh, what's and left? And the power of the narrative, the power of the thing, like the yeah. medium saves them. Mm-hmm. Once again, the power of possibility. The the, the speech Reed gives to Doom at the end of Secret Wars mm-hmm. is the same speech one uh, 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 Diana gives. Mm-hmm. You everything has to, and I, I think narratively for me. The seeding of what's next and knowing who's running. Like Tinian's in charge of a lot of it. And I'm a huge Tinian guy and whatever. 
or he's a type of commentary, anything he's ever written. I think the guy's amazing. Josh Williamson's heavily involved. He wrote mm-hmm. the flash run that we talk about all the time. Like it's one of those things where not only are we comfortable with like what they did, the resolution, the epilogue was like them they played a fucking rock, a rock concert in all justice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like that's some comic booky shit. And like so that the spirit of how it ended of uplifting and possibility, coupled with the knowledge of the names who were involved and architecting the next phase. Again, like you said, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> but I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I think it's also the, that the, the, the thing I'm most excited about, like you said, is who they put some of these stories in the hands of as being their architects and spanning out from there. Because I think one of the biggest problems with, with DC in the past is also, they had some really good writers. I mean, like, listen, I love Jeff Johns, right? But Jeff Johns is also... It's not easy to to follow up on what Jeff Johns... De- like, what he decides, right? When he decides to bring back Barry and we're going to kill his parents and, and go through all this... Like, it's like, where do you go from there, right? I think the people you have now are... Are people that it's like a Hickman where you have a team you need you need a team of Hickmans like we talk all about Hickman's X Men run, but there's a bunch of people around him that are also writing these other books. Like Hickman's not writing all the X books, but everybody around him is part of the same vision, and they're all about one thing, which is building. And that's what you that's what DC needed for the longest time. They needed teams of people who can build the DC universe and evolve it into the next state of what it's supposed to be. And so right now you have that. And, 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 and it, it makes sense that it started with somebody like Snyder because when you think about his Batman run, that's what he did. He did that with Batman in, in the New 52 run. The Batman that you get, like he goes through all this. Yeah, there's all the time of deconstruction and stuff like that. But like the most important piece of deconstruction is also the reconstruction that happens afterwards. And I think what DC has done before is they, they have somebody deconstruct a character and then they leave the reconstruction for somebody else. No, tell the complete story, build them up, and you don't have to build them back up exactly the way they were, right? That was one of the things yeah. that came out of the that came out of the, the Power Rangers stuff. They were like, we're gonna put everything back, or you're gonna put it back the, the way it was. Mm, there's gonna be some changes. You know? And then and then now you have stories that can then have excuses for what those changes are. And you go and keep going forward from there and from there. And it's what they've always wanted to do with their crises, but they it's yeah, it was just they just couldn't it's, they couldn't get it. From a meta perspective, for me, it feels like the same way. Once Marvel saw the money it was in movies, they kind of released the reins on the books. Like mm-hmm. do whatever you fucking want. Like we come out of uh, Secret Wars and Ben Grimm's a Guardian of the Galaxy, <laughs> right? Like they were like, just tell some fucking stories, man. And then we'll use what we can. We can't whatever. It, it's not a big of mark on the balance sheet. Mm-hmm. It's able to be the test kitchen for new ideas. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's so for me, so all right, well, so slowly. Future state. Is there anything in future state that stuck out to you that you want to bring up? No, because I, I like I said, I'm 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 behind on that stuff, so I need to catch up okay. on it. So just start talking so about future it. state. I will say this: the meta story behind future state and the one that ties to Black Adam. It runs through a couple books. Really well done. A couple stories like that. There's a um uh, a Midnighter story that kind of ties through a bunch of books. That's what I think is really well done. The Batman book, I think, is fine it's fine it's good i wanted to like it more honestly um but let's talk now i guess post let's talk first i guess infinite frontier did you read that Mm -mm. 
So that's kind of the 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 jam issue, the rebirth issue. We're telling lots of stories, kind of showing what's going to be next after uh, Death Metal, after um, Future State, and we had Brian Bendis on Justice League, which is going to be a lot of fun. They've got uh, Black Adam on the on the team as well. Um, Tinian's still on ba- on Batman. Get the preview for with the new Wonder Girl, the young lady from uh, Brazil. They did a Tinian short where uh, Alan Scott comes out to his kids. We get the future of Teen Titans with Teen Titans Academy. The final Josh Williamson Flash stories in this one as well. Yeah, it's it's it charts a course that I'm very happy about to see. And Stargirl's going to be coming back, written by Jeff Johns, who created the character, which I love. Have you read any of the books post uh, post Infinite? Uh, no, like I said, I'm so, and I'm going to talk okay. about this. I'll, I'll talk about why I have it in a minute, but like, go, just keep going. It's fine. Okay, you're cool. basically giving me a so list of things to go and, and, and check out. I'll, I'll elevator pitch some of the post Future Frontier books. Um, Justice League, I think it's great. It starts with issue 59. It's Bendis on it. He does teams well. He does voices well. And this is a Justice League facing a multiverse that you've never seen before. So I'm excited about that. They gave Tom Taylor Nightwing. If you want your superhero <laughs> to feel like a fucking superhero, the first issue, the first words of the run, Chris, I've always disliked bullies. And this is a flashback to him saving someone in the park as a kid. And then it cuts to him saving who? A fucking puppy who is getting kicked by people in Bloodhaven. Like, if that's not some true blue, like, our character is a hero, how do you know? He just saved a puppy from a bunch of assholes. (laughs) And then he makes a joke, like, so he says, I'm not letting you shoot a puppy in the head. In my experience, next thing you know, the dog will have lost its memory be driving a cab, and with or without amnesia, a dog should be behind the wheel of a car. (laughs) That's a meta commentary on what they did with Dick Grayson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) God bless you, Tom Taylor. (laughs) <laughs> god bless you you made him feel like you made him feel like dick grayson i appreciate that um james tinian's done treading water on that batman book i do think he was waiting for future shape to hit and infinite frontier to come because this really does feel like the story he's been waiting to tell i really i enjoyed um the ghost maker stuff and some of the, the joke war stuff but i think this is the story he was getting ready to tell building towards um also the backup story featuring damien because as everyone knows he quit as robin and that's interesting. Uh, Suicide Squad's picking up some threads. This is one of those books where, so a lot of it, they were like, the Future State books aren't necessarily the future, just kind of us testing out concepts. The Suicide Squad book ties directly into the Future State books. So I think there's some of these books where they've decided that this is going to be a direct straight line and some of it's going to be a deviation. Uh, they've started a Joker book, which I'm still nervous about. The first issue's good. Um, and it's, I think the main character is going to be Jim Gordon, not the Joker, but it's more his hunt for the Joker across the world. I would say give it a shot. Just keep your guard up because I'm a little... It ties into Infinite Frontier. And last but not least, Superman's back. Um, I don't know who's right. Can you get the name really quickly of the new, uh, the new author because business is off. But one of the things that they did include is that the world still knows Clark Kent Superman. And I'm really glad they didn't get rid of that. Philip Kennedy Johnson's writing it. Phil Hester um, of Hester and Parks is uh, drawing it. I'm a big Phil Hester fan. So they've got me for a while. So go on with what you're saying about the DC books. Because I'll tell you right now, that, that redacted thing you were going to say, I'm right with you. Yeah, it's just, we'll see. We'll see. But I want to check these out. And so what I've been doing is, and this is why I said, this is why I'm behind on the DC books. Because, uh, and I said, I said this uh, last time, 
um, when we did the last uh, 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 thing, that what I was going to try and talk about was um, they launched something new in January. They launched uh, oh. DC Universe Infinite, which is basically DC Unlimited. It's what we've been asking for. So I was going to talk about the fact that I've been trying to, I, I've been, I've been using that. Um, it's actually pretty, it's actually, it's, it, you know what? It's pretty good. It, it, it works out pretty well. It's, it's not, there's still some things I would change. Um, I, I, I think that it's still kind of sometimes hard to, um, like really, what I really would like to know is I, 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 the, so let me go with this. The, 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 Compared to what DC Universe was, where it was clearly wasn't set up to re, uh, be a comic book reader, this is miles above that. Okay, miles so that's that. not a problem. What? They set you up to say that. No. They gave you a bad thing, and so that now they're giving you something that's not great, but better. Well, no, 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 and that's what I'm trying to say. I, I did, I, I, and that's what I was afraid you were going to think. No, 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 let me, let me, so it's miles above DC Universe. To me, it's probably about, like... It's not up to Marvel Unlimited, which again we could go and say, "Hey, you guys have had more time. You guys should come in." And be I get it. Beggars can't be choosers. It's still damn good. Like I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying that. Oh well, you know, graded on a curve. No, it's good. Like my problem is just it's a different interface than what D, um, Unlimited is. So DC does this thing where they give you like I'm looking at the front page now. So. Front page, they have a DC book club, so you can you can read the Justice League. Uh, they have um, certain uh, that you you can um, they show you the latest releases. I think they're on the same kind of release schedule where it's like every six months. I'm right. seeing it now. They have some stuff on from September, so every six months they have trending series. So there's some series out there. They have to they they do that thing also where um we um where that Mar that Marvel Unlimited does, which is hey you know what explore the fourth world saga by Jack Kirby. Explore some Jack Kirby stuff. Here's some staff picks. So they have Naomi because Naomi has a new series that, that they're going to be doing. So that's coming in. So they have all this stuff. She's also and, in Justice. She's also on the new Justice League. Right. And so they have that. They, they have the Suicide Squad book from uh, 2019. They have Teen Titans. So it's like they have all this stuff. And they have Dark Side World uh, Wars. as a, This is all on the front page. They have a Central DC storyline. So like it's, it's, it's a great front page to get you if you want to jump right into one, some of these stories. Is there and it's tied to, like I said, these are the things they pulled from Marvel Limited because Marvel Limited does that on their front page too, where you can you can pull this stuff in and 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 see that. So, um, like they have a talent spotlight. So you wanna you wanna jump into the crazy world of Grant Morrison? Now I take issue with that because I feel like you can't just jump into Grant Morrison. That's not somebody you just. <laughs> You should dip a toe. You should, you should dip, dip a toe. You want to check the water dog. Like, you yeah, don't want to be shaved. Like, I feel like they're setting people up for that. Um, but like for so their talent spotlight, they have talent spotlights for for Grant Morrison, Jim Lee, Scott Snyder, Neil Gaiman, um, Tom King. Like it's Jeff John. So like those are on their talent spotlight. So they have the getting to know your favorite characters. They have uh, Vixen, Star Girl, Harley Quinn, Lois Lane, Catwoman. So it's like. I, I think that this is again what I want. What when I say it was I was having a hard time trying to find some stuff. I really wish they had a browse like uh, Marvel Unlimited mm. did, so you could just go to the name of your book, right? Like that to me is where I, I really like Marvel Unlimited. I'm trying to find you know Justice League. Okay, I know there's ten thousand Justice League books, but just show me the the dates on them. I can go for or the volume number. I can go for them over there. That and, and it's not saying you can't do that. You definitely can. Um. Just a little bit harder sometimes to, to do that. But again, still good. 
the the reader is very responsive um and um it doesn't slow down it's not automatically in um landscape like dc universe was it's built like a reader like they really they so they didn't just take the dc universe app which is what i was afraid they were going to do take the dc universe app turn it around a little bit and make it better they completely redid the app and so it's definitely worth getting i think it's six nine nine seven nine a month or something like that it's worth it you know it's it is dc unlimited they called it DC Universe Infinite, whatever, whatever the fucking name is, is that. So I would, I um, would, I definitely recommend checking it out. Like if you're into DC, and this is actually what I use to read all the, the, the flash stories we were doing for Barry Allen. I use this. I, I haven't found any, there's going to be gaps. You know, Marvel, Marvel Comics has gaps, uh, Marvel Unlimited has gaps in some of the older stuff as well. So there's definitely gaps you're going like, oh, why didn't you have that? You, you have some of this, but you don't have that. But for the most part, all the newer stuff that's there, like I said, they, they seem to be keeping up on the schedule every six months. The newer stuff is there. So if you don't mind being six months back, you can go and check all the stuff on DC, DC Universe. It's, it's basically what we've been asking for. And you know what? I appreciate it. Appreciate there it. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. all you can ask that, for. That's right? why I, I realized that I, 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 I realized that um, I, I realized that when I was talking, I was making it seem like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, it's another uh, thing like that. No, 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 no. That's not what it is at all. So it, it's, sure. it's really, really good. Definitely check it out and check it out. So, yeah. So That's it for me, man. That's, that's a bolus, man. That's, yeah. um, whew, that's a lot of comics. The only other thing I got from DC is I'm, I'm getting up on the rest of the... I'm still reading The Flash because I, I even said this last time thing. Still good. Um, and then um, finishing up Tom King's Bat, Batman story with Bat, Batman, Bat and, Bat, Batman and Catwoman. So, yes. yeah, I'm still reading that. Um, so yeah, um, that's it. Is there anything else major I'm doing? Oh, they're doing, um, Heroes Reborn this summer. It's a Marvel event. It's not what you think. It's not, no, relax. They're actually doing it where like, apparently what if the Avengers never form? And it's going to be kind of, it's, it's going to be an event where the squadron Supreme is the premier super team of the United States. And I'm excited about it. The creators on it are pretty are really good. Just an Aaron's helping helmet. But that's gonna be their big summer event. I'm not sure what these wait, seasons wait, are wait, taking. Wait, you say they're doing Squadron Supreme? Nigga. You need to catch you know Jason Aaron's writing uh <laughs> Justice League, right? <laughs> oh Jason Aaron's writing Avengers, Avengers excuse me. Oh yeah, I know that. I know that. But I'm just saying they're okay. doing because I'm just saying all of a sudden, just out of nowhere we're doing it. But he's been doing he's been doing squadron and they're like slowly seeding it for like the entire run. Uh, I see. So I'm just, I'm just like, oh, so we're just gonna throw a Squadron Supreme book out in the, in the meantime. Oh, Nick, so Nick, Google we... Heroes are Born and we're done. So, we're doing a full line wide, like Luke Cage is a cop and shit. Like, yes, Logan Wolverine is part of Alpha Flight because Canada's been destroyed because the United States bombed them because Squadron Supreme some bullshit. Yeah, it's a whole thing. They're Miles is um Nighthawk's uh, sidekick. Yeah, it's just, a whole thing. Just, just saying that I, I kind of want to uh, just if uh, you guys give me a squadron supreme because I feel like you know a certain certain company can't do a Justice League movie in a while. If Marvel hires Henry Cavill <laughs> to play Hyperion, <laughs> like the funny thing is, people are like, "Oh, look at the shade." I'm like, Marvel and DC have been throwing shade at each other for years. Why do you think the squadron supreme exists? Yeah, they're just doing it now with billion dollar properties and not like the letter pages of funny books. 
<laughs> always been his relationship. And I think it's just funny that now it's public. And like, it's so much more expensive. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I would, yeah. I, you're right. I would rush a Squadron Supreme movie today. Yeah. It'd be the <laughs> next thing I agree with. Because it's just like, they can't do it now, right? You can't. Because they're not going to follow. I'd give Affleck yeah. to play Nighthawk. Yeah, I mean, just like I would, I would send every shot across every bow. Just, I mean, he's already given. I'll be honest, answer. He's already given when he gave that 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 talk of that interview about of giving praise to Kevin Feige. I'm like, I wonder if they talk. Oh my god, Chris. <laughs> Ray Fisher is Doc Spectrum. <laughs> Let's win some hearts and minds, Chris. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, this, is why, this, this is why we're not in charge of anything. They can ironically have Zack Snyder film it and not explain to him what the joke was. <laughs> no one tell. No one tell. <laughs> well, and the funny thing about it is, well, then you could actually do. It, it could actually be the dark murder verse that he yeah, wanted, and nobody would care. Nobody want to tell Zack. <laughs> actually, well, you know what? Honestly, it's, <laughs> that's yeah, what we it. <laughs> Well, so in, well, here's and the, and that's always, but, all you assholes. But, but, but jokes aside, and again, we're not going to talk about. We're not going to. We're not going to talk about that. But yeah, but um, I will say let's go back to what I was saying before about DC for the longest time. You know, just putting the wrong properties or wrong things in front of the people at the wrong time, right? It's like there's certain like certain people are better suited to tell certain stories. You just don't have to be that person. Don't have to put that person on that. Those characters, because those characters, he's gonna ruin. He just, he's one of those things. So, anyway, um, all right, folks. Uh, I was actually worried about we weren't gonna get through a lot, but we actually got through a lot in in this pull list. So, um, it's. I think the the overall theme here though is there's so much good stuff out there. There's so much stuff out there to check out. Um, in 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 with everything starting to, to to slowly get back, but hopefully by the end of the year we'll be getting back to. When I say get back to normal, I don't mean like, you know, forget where we're at. So I just mean like, I, I hate when people get pretentious about that. We can't go back to normal. I'm like, no, normal means guys that uh, my books come out on time. Like, that's what I mean by like, <laughs> normal, normal means that we, I have a schedule. Normal, normal means that like, we're all not living in a haze anymore. That's what I mean by normal. Okay, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, you know, living wage. On, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got all that stuff. I'm talking about normal. Can I, can I go outside and not feel like I'm going to die like that right you know it's like so hopefully when we do all that um with everything coming back i just want to let everybody know that means your wallet's going to be in trouble so very much so because these yeah. writers have been writing yes oh man that's one that's the one again it's, it's, it's we said this about the flash it's like huh look what happened you get some people some breaks and you let them let them stretch their legs a little bit and and, and eat good and, and do some exercise and it's like they come back full of energy like these writers been when, when you when you lock writers up in their house and tell them they can't do anything but write, man, they'd be some writing motherfuckers. <laughs> they be getting, they be getting some ideas, but it's also and I, I think this is good across the board for DC and Marvel. When you get out of the way and you let the right when you let your teams, cause I, I don't I want to get out of this idea of also just like one writer or two writers here. Third teams are writers here. When you let when you let them the, the teams get together, you have real editing out there to tell a larger story overall for your entire line. Because that's the that's the thing about Marvel and DC, right? You know what makes what separates them from things like you know Invincible and you know what you see in Invincible and things like that is they have storylines for the entire universe. 
So, so you have to properly plan that stuff and you have to properly talk about that. And so you're seeing that happening right now and everything's clicking on all cylinders, you know, and, and I'm glad to see it happening. And, um, the only, again, the only negative is just our wallets. So, um, all right, folks, we'll be back soon. We're going to be back, uh, uh, with another character corner. Uh, we're going to finish up part two of Barry Allen and the Flash family. So stay tuned for that. Uh, coming up soon. So uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Care to Corner on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. And uh, we'll be back soon. So uh, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.